We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Pele leaned in and said something to Freddie. Don't let them change you. Keep working on what makes you different and what makes you special. It was great advice, but it caused me some problems. But what could change Freddie do? Soccer is going to explode, and it's going to be around this kid. We're the Beatles. Everywhere we went, it was the Freddie show. And with that came the expectation, and with that came the pressure. New episodes of American Prodigy drop Tuesdays from Blue Wire Podcasts. Yes, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. I'm your host, Nick Davis, at the Lamb Shows, where you can find me. My guest, all the way from the slums. Nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> listening to, I've been listening to a lot of Wu-Tang lately. And they're like, from the slums of Shaolin. Now, my guy, Taryn, it's been a while. What's going on, bro? What's up, man? How's he? How's he... Jeez, I can't even talk right now. <laughs> How have you been? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right, you know, just keeping busy. This is the first it's the first time I've had you on in a while. Feels like a month ago, right? Yeah, it was probably around that. It was a little bit before mid season, I think, like week seven ish. Yeah, yeah. I mean <clears throat> I I'm coming up on two months living in here, which is crazy. Like I'm like I'm Wow, like, it's been that long already, huh? Yeah, man. I've been like seven weeks already. So I'm 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 pulling up on that. So I've just been busy, dude. I got like I got like Four episodes already stashed in the chamber. Some really fun conversations. One just dropped. Um, I mean, at the time us two are recording, it dropped just now. But mm-hmm. everyone else, it dropped a couple of days ago. But it's the dudes from Culture Hub, Serge and CJ. They're like the founding fathers of that. And it was a really fun conversation, man. Very insightful. Um, you know, building a brand and, and some of the some of the shit they got to deal with being black dudes in America. Like that was a conversation that mm-hmm. came up too. And talked a little sports on there also, but just like, let me ask you this question, man, before we really get going, <clears throat> it was a big talking point from the pod that I did with those guys about how, and shit, it, it could tie into sports also, right? Like, do you feel as if we crown someone way too fast? And what I mean by that is, like, look, I, I, I love Tyler Hero, right? I think he's a hell of a player. His off-the-field resume is fantastic. His plus one is a great girl. 
With that being said, he's not like untradeable, right? right? Like he's not a guy who I'm not going <clears> to <throat> put in a package to get like Giannis, for example, right? So he went on this run in the playoffs and you see guys like Jared Goff went on this run too, right? Um, you've seen coaches go on these runs and then all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, it's only... You know, they're they're better than Belichick, and you know golf is better than than Brady and Mahomes, and it's like yo chill. So do you feel like we crown athletes, celebrities, anyone way too fast nowadays? Way too fast. <laughs> yeah, that's that might even be an understatement. Uh, we as a society have like a ridiculous tendency to do that sort of stuff. Sports is like the biggest example, like some of the ones you, you brought up. But like these players, regardless of the sport, can have one pop off game and it's like crowning them the next big thing right from the jump. And it's the same thing with actors, singers, rappers, whatever, just people in general. Yeah, man, I, could, I couldn't agree with you more. That's how I felt. But I also think on the flip side, like we tear people down way too fast, also. You know, yeah, like one, very true. One, one slip up and it's like, oh, fuck this guy. We need a new quarterback or he ain't shit, right? Yeah. It goes both ways. We humans seem to have really short memories. It's like whatever, what it's, well, we've said it a few times before. um, What have you done for me lately? And when that's either really good or really bad, we're going to crown him or tear him down. Yeah. 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 I mean, Look, it, it is what it is, but it was just a conversation that I brought up now that was sparked from that that pod that I just dropped. There's also a bunch of stuff early on on the Patreon that that is coming out. The six pack, whatever you guessed. Um, I'll do one with you after too, so people will get to know you a little bit. Okay. But for the most part, man, uh, it's a lot of a lot of stuff, a lot of good stuff has been happening. You know what hasn't happened, Terry? And I fucking lost my bye week, bro. Oh. Man, my team got banged up like week ten, and <laughs> I went I went one and four down the stretch. Ooh, you know I was eight and one, one and three. Excuse me, I was eight and one, chilling. You know, talking mad shit. You know me, dog. I was fucking letting people know I was in first place. Mm-hmm. And then I lose Gaskin for a couple weeks. Uh, Godwin is in and out my lineup. I've had McCaffrey since I traded for him. Week two, I've had him for one game. Uh, Murray hurts his shoulder. He turns into a Jobert. My team was fucking falling apart. I didn't crack 100 points the last two weeks. And also, the worst part about it, man, is I started two defenses that were minus four and then minus one. So I've lost five points. I got a zero from a kicker. And our league is the top. I I went nine and four, which is what my buddy Marco and Dom's team went. We all went nine and four. Now, here's the thing. This is why I fucking hate fantasy football right here. All right. I beat both of those legends twice this year in dominating fashion. But I lose the tiebreaker by like 17 points for points four. And it sucks. I'm projected to win by 47 this week. So I should be all right. But fuck, yo. Fuck. Yeah. I mean, it could be all right. There's been a few times where I've had a bye week and my team is like popped off. And then the next week they're just like, okay. So, I mean, there could be. Sometimes it feels like a bye week's wasted. But that's, that's really tough, especially seeing as you beat both of them. And it, but it goes for points four. That's a doozy. I was going to say, there's been a lot less Instagram stories of fantasy football going for you in the last couple of weeks. How how dare you on my own show just <laughs> violate me? Dude, it, ha- it has been quiet, you know, because I was looking at the grand scheme of things. You know, I, gotta, yeah. I understand. I understand. I had the opposite. And I'm in like, I'm in three, well, two redraft yearlies and then one dynasty. Dynasty, I'm tanking. It's quiet. We don't got to talk about that one. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> I love the cockiness. Dude, do you like do you like <clears throat> dynasty more than redraft? I do because I'm a draft guy. Mm. I think it gives me an advantage, like uh, acquiring later round draft capital, because most of the guys I'm playing with, like they're big football guys, you know, and even some of them college football guys. But once we get past like the second round, they don't know who most of the players even are really. So it's, 
uh, and it's just fun for me. So doing my scouting, but it's good. My big money league, I started out 0-2 and, and I won 10 straight. Wow. 11th straight. Yeah. Felt good. Dude, I started off the year 6-0. and Then I lose by 0.7. I bang out another two wins. I get to 8-1. and And then I lose by a drop TD, right? Like I had Murray and Kirk. And oh. Kirk dropped the TD. So I lose that because that's like a 13-point swing. So that's 13 points off the board. I get... Uh, you always remember it, right? You go back and you're like, damn, son, I remember all of these. I had a, a fumble at the goal line by Zeke. Like, Zeke, oh, man, Zeke, dude. Like, huh. I, let me ask you that real quick. Because there's mm-hmm. two guys in the league right now that I think have very polarizing contracts. One is Zeke and one is Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz has been pulled. Jalen Hurts is going to start. Jalen Hurts, the former Alabama and Oklahoma quarterback, second-round pick for Philadelphia. Dude, of the two, while I pull up their contracts, of the two, which one do you think you're in more hell with? Do you think it's Zeke or do you think it's Carson Wentz? Because I want to pose it this way. Mm. We're both in the camp that you shouldn't pay a running back $90 million, right? right? And then Carson Wentz is due like fifty-eight million next year, and then twenty-four million the year after. So, of the two, which contract you think is worse for you to have right now as an organization? I'll say it's close, but I think it's still Zeke for the worst contract for two reasons: one that you previously stated, he's the running back. Um, which I think makes it harder to offload. Um, Well, I don't know. There's some stupid teams that might be willing to take it on. But regardless, I think after eating that big, you know, $54 million a year, Carson Wentz, if they wanted to move on, I'd assume there was, there's some team that could take a crack at that. I mean, look at Nick Foles getting bounced around, for example. Um, And it's, not the way you want to do it, but if Jalen Hurts can even be, you know, average to above average, at least he's on a rookie deal. So it would usually be the reverse where your backup quarterback's not getting paid anything and your starter's getting the big money, but they would have it swapped. It kind of just puts you in a normal team situation as if they found the guy until they got were able to offload the contract. So I, I give the lean to Zeke. I kind of feel the same way. <clears throat> um, my friends think I'm crazy because I have a boner for Carson Wentz. I, I just, dude, I feel as if Carson Wentz and Sam Darnold are the same guy right now. What I mean by that is, I think both of these guys are trying to overcompensate how much shit is around them. They're trying to do too much, bro. You can't show the flashes that you do, and they do, and then me not believe that you're a good quarterback. Carson Wentz in 2019, June 2019, signed a four-year extension for $109.9 million guaranteed. It was the fourth most at the time. If not on the roster in 2021, it's going to cost the Eagles $59.2 million on the salary cap. If he's not on the roster in 2022, it's going to cost them $24.5 million. You're looking at like 80 $283 million guaranteed over the next two years. Okay, that sucks. That sucks. The reason why I say Zeke is Zeke signed a six-year $90 million contract for $50 million guaranteed. He's a running back. Quarterback, like, Carson Wentz is 27, 28. Let me just have that in front of me right now. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is 27. He'll be 28 December 30th. So I feel like he could be saved. Mm -hmm. Even with Philly, bro, I feel like he could be saved. Where he could still play past his 30s. Dude, Zeke is... Like, Zeke looks shot now. 
Bro, Tony Pollard is the better running back for them right Dude, now. Dude, that's what I was going to ask. I was like, tell me right now that when you watch the Dallas Cowboys, they don't look better running the ball with Tony Pollard because I'm thinking the same thing. I'm trying it's to pull up ridiculous. trying to pull up a tweet from a couple of years ago. Uh no, like earlier this year. Um I I tweeted out Tony Pollard would have your career if given the chance cuz I I quote tweeted it Zeke. Bro, I'm watching Zeke this year and I'm watching Tony Pollard, same offensive line, same weapons around him. Same quarterback situation. It's not like Dak comes in for Zeke and then it's Dalton for like no, they're playing with the same hand. Tony Pollard looks like the better running back. He looks more explosive. He's getting more yards. I don't know what his yards per carry are. I'm just telling you off the eye test. Like Zeke is basically Miles Gaskin. Great three yard running backs. And then they just fall. Mm -hmm. So I think between the two of them, dude, I would rather have Carson Wentz's contract. And I know it's a lot more, and I know it sounds crazy, but Look, he's he hasn't had Rieger often. He didn't have Dallas Goddard. He lost Zach Ertz. His offensive line is banged up. Miles Sanders is fucking Deion Lewis all of a sudden. Alshon Jeffrey has been questionable every single week this year. Yeah. He looks like he runs on concrete, Slow. like cement, right? And he just, the team around him is just, I don't know, man. It's just, it's, it's very suspect. Now, can you say the same thing about Zeke? Yeah, you could for sure. But it's just, I guess, Taryn, what it comes down to for me, man, is that I wouldn't pay a running back. Yeah. I mean, I'm in the same boat with you. And even when you asked me the question, I forgot that how long Zeke's deal even was. That was such a bad contract, dude. And they all were just uh, – everyone's like, you got to pay Zeke. The team runs through Zeke. Well, congrats. Look where that got you. <clears throat> that got you Nick wearing a freaking New York Giants Christmas sweater and hat because he's leading the division right now. That's what that got. <laughs> Come on, baby. First place, bro. Who would have thought? My, my guy Colt McCoy went in there and said, ah, ah. <laughs> we fucking brought our own 12 yard. That is awesome. I was I was so hyped. I mean, I I was rude for you guys. Didn't think it was listen, possible. Listen, but Taryn, at this at this point, at this point, I want the playoffs. Right? Like I, I'd be I'd be an asshole if I didn't. You're I there wanted now? when yeah. they had when they were one and six, <clears throat> or I think they were one and seven because they've won four straight games. When they were one and seven, I'm like, fuck, yo, keep losing, keep mm-hmm. losing. Give me Trevor. We still have a chance. Like, there's still hope. But, bro, at this point, like, fuck it, man. I want the playoffs. I go, you know yeah. what I really want? This. You want to upset somebody in the playoffs? I would take nude pictures and <clears throat> leak them on my own and not even claim to be hacked if this happened. I want the Giants to make the playoffs and host the Tampa Bay Bucks and beat the Bucks. This is Tom Brady. Third time they beat Brady <laughs> in the playoffs. Yeah. I'm, dude, I'm taking nudes in front of this thing and I'm leaking them. And I'm not even saying I'm hacked. Soft, hard, everything. You get the whole nine with me. The whole, the whole shit you get. <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be singing glorious if that happened, bro. Yo, when I was on with you in like week three or four, we were talking about <clears throat> the first overall pick and like who's the worst team. And we were like, well, at least I said both teams from New York. That looks wildly different now. I would not be shocked if the Giants won a playoff game. They're scrappy. They have a good defense. And there are certain teams in the NFC playoff picture that are wildly inconsistent. Well, let's, yeah. Okay. Th- that's a great, great segue into this. One in, one out. We're going to call this one in, one out. Mm-hmm. We're both going to pick one team that's in the playoffs right now that we think is not going to be in the playoffs. And then one team that's out of the playoffs that we think is going to make the playoffs. You good? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. So let's use that as a talking point because I couldn't agree with you more. I've, I haven't had a chance to think playoffs in a few years. So I'm looking at the landscape and dude, I agree with you hundred percent. First of all, the giants defense is a top five defense this year. And I know it feels very awkward to say, but Yo, 
Blake Martinez, your former boy, baller. James Bradbury, baller. Jabril Peppers all of a sudden is making plays all over the field. And, and then you remember, oh, he was a first-round pick. And also, it's a contract year, so no shit he's playing well. Leonard Williams? Bro, Leonard Williams, I, I'd have to go back and look at his whole career. But from an eye test, and you know how I am with the eye test, that's the best game he's ever played, what he did in Seattle. Like, caused mayhem. Nick Lalos? Where the fuck did this guy come from? Making plays. I got to find out if he's Greek. If he's Greek, like, we got to be friends, bro. Like, fuck. <laughs> so I'm looking at the landscape right now, right? And the current, the current playoff picture. Current play. I'm using NFL.com right now. The current playoff picture, Taryn, in the NFC. We got the Saints as the number one overall seed. They've clinched the playoffs. We got the Packers, Rams, Giants as your division leaders. You then have the Seahawks, Bucks, and Vikings currently holding a playoff position, right? Bro, Seattle coming to the Meadowlands with that shit back defense that they have, the Giants can't beat them. With the defense at the Giants, Tampa Bay, like Tampa Bay should have lost to them on Monday Night Football. Minnesota, if somehow, which I know it's a stretch, but Minnesota, they're favored in their next four games. So they could potentially go 10 and six. Some funky shit happens. Maybe they climb up to five. Like, bro, I would put all the Patreon money on the Giants if they played the Vikings in the playoff. Kirk Cousins on the road outdoors? So it's not that crazy that they could win a playoff game and they get absolutely fucking blitzed by, like, the Packers and the Saints in the next round. Mm-hmm. Which, also, bro, tell me how you feel. Talk some rationale in, in, into this for me. Okay. Who's the best team in the NFC? <laughs> I don't think it's the Saints with Taysom Hill. Like, no. It's, it's that, that shit don't, that, that's not going to work eventually. No way. There, there's and, no way that team outshoots the Packers, Seahawks, or does is able to like do what they've been doing against the Rams or Giants defense. And and also <clears throat> they they played the Falcons twice in Denver. Yeah. Denver, who had a wide receiver from the practice squad, fucking <laughs> right. quarterback. So I'm not buying the Saints, and I know they're on a nine game winning streak. The Packers, the Packers, when you guys are playing a good defense, you guys look a little suspect. I'll tell you what, I don't want to see the Giants if I'm the Packers. Yeah, because I'm telling you, because of how they're scrappy, and I don't know what it is about Green Bay. It might just be the fan in me. I'm sure other fans feel this way about their team, but they play down to not as good competition and up to better competition all the time. I don't understand it. It's like it's for the last couple of years, <clears throat> I felt it's been that way, and it bugs me. So that's not a team that I would want to see, honestly. Yo, look, the Giants and Washington are both five and seven. The Giants hold the tiebreaker over them because they beat them twice and they have a better division record. Yo, Washington coming off a, a, a big win and, and ending the Steelers streak. Dude, I wouldn't want to play Washington either in the playoffs. Yeah. That defense. So I think that whoever wins the NFC East, I think can really pull an upset in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, likely it, it's almost impossible for it to be the Eagles now, right? They would have to win out, and the Giants and football team would have to at least lose two games, I think. Yeah, it's <clears throat> at, at this point, it's – it's for them. There's two yeah. and one, yeah. I mean, just to bring up the betting in this one, like Giants are minus 140, Washington is plus 140, and then the Eagles are 14 to 1. And mm-hmm. Dallas is twenty five to one. This is using Bet Online, sponsor of this show. So like, okay. it's just, it seems unlikely. Like yeah. crazier things have happened, but right. You know, and the, uh, you know, was, looking at the schedules, it doesn't look good for them either. Just exactly right. And it's weird because you were expecting, if you're an Eagles and Cowboys fan, you're looking at that schedule for the Giants and the Washington, and saying to yourself, like, oh, they should definitely lose in Week thirteen. Mm-hmm. Right, you're playing Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. They're undefeated. You're saying to yourself, "All right, they're gonna lose, so we're good." And then Giants were a 12 point underdog in Seattle, and they won outright. So, mm-hmm. look, man, I, I think it, this all started with the boner 
fantasy that I had in my head of beating Tom Brady once again in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Like that would make me just like, like pants off sex. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Okay. Now let's do, let's do this. Give me a team right now that's in the playoffs. It could be from either conference that you think is not going to make the playoffs. Um, Real quick, sorry, let me just read off the AFC side, too. So we got Chiefs at number one. We got Steelers, Bills, Titans as your division leaders. You got Browns, Dolphins, Colts in the wild card right now. So, and I've already mentioned the NFC. Um, it, this is actually pretty tough for me. There's one easy one that you kind of mentioned already. Um, for me, that's the Vikings. I... I don't think they hold on and there's not a lot of competition because like the nine seeds, the bears right now. And I, you know, it's not, but just having the Cardinals outside of the playoffs, I just think they're such a better team and the schedules are pretty comparable. So both of them having the same record on ride with a better team on that one. And I just don't think the Vikings are good enough, but you know. so the Vikings have at Tampa, Chicago at new Orleans at Detroit. And the Cardinals, they have at Giants, Eagles, Niners, at Rams. Yeah. You know, that Giant game now, if you're a Cardinals fan, looks a Does little look bit more a little different. Right? Yep. A little more. Dude, I feel like as a football fan, I want the Cardinals in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Over Minnesota. Like, I'd rather Kyler Murray running around and doing crazy shit and throwing to Kirk. And D Hop and Andy Isabella, my guy. Dan Arnold now is a thing, as opposed to 27 carries for Dallin Cook. Right. And I know Justin Jefferson is probably, man, I feel like he, he should be rookie of the year, dude. The case is there for it. The case is very there I mean, who, for that. Who is like, if you're going to another rookie of the year that's not aside from him, well, Justin Herbert. But his yeah. team is just bad. Yeah, I feel like it'd be it'd be Justin Herbert. But if if the t- the tiebreaker here should be, and it's not, it's not for Rookie of the Year. Your your team success it helps it, but it doesn't hurt it too. Right. But yo, Justin Jefferson, sixty one for ten thirty nine and seven touchdowns. And if you think about it, bro, he he's played twelve games. He's really played nine because they weren't using him until like week three, like mm-hmm. halftime of week three. He had that big blow-up game I, I i believe it was yeah. against tennessee but man he like don't look like a rookie bro at all he looks very polished really good so i would rather i would rather that so is minnesota the team that you have out yeah i i also i would i'm gonna throw run another one by you real quick just because we like briefly touched on them already. And there's another one that I have a bad feeling about and that's Tennessee. Mm. Okay. Tell me why, because that was, that was my pick to be out. Really? Okay. Yeah. So tell me why. And then I'll follow up on that one. I think that I see a couple losses on their schedule coming up. The way they play to me is still a bit suspect and there are some teams in the AFC currently out of the playoffs that are within striking distance that I think could overtake. Um, like Colts could come back and win the division. I think they're the better football team. And then there are a couple other even wildcard teams that could knock them all the way down from fourth seed to out. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job site, according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. And now Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you can. 73% of online job seekers in the U.S. are visiting Indeed each month. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit 
to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. The offer is valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions do apply if you go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. And while we are here, football is back in full swing. You may not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at BetOnline. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. Head to BetOnline today and take full advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use the promo code BLUEWIRE at BetOnline.ag. That's blue wire, all one word. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Interesting. So Tennessee schedule, the last four is at Jacksonville, Detroit, at Green Bay, at Houston. While Indy has at Vegas, Houston, at Pittsburgh, Jacksonville. Pretty tough schedule, I feel like. More so for the Colts than for the Titans. Yeah. I mean, I just, it depends. Well, they're your Steelers. I can see them winning that game. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised. And it's not just because they lost. I think the Colts are a good football team. They only have bad games when Phillip Rivers poops his pants. Speaking of the Colts, that's where Carson Wentz should go. He hasn't been the same quarterback since that dude Frank Wright left. And they got they got some ballers, man. They got some players. Look, T.Y. Wow. Hilton, I don't know if he'll still be there after this year, but he's starting to come along. It's nice when you give him more than four targets a game. Pittman looks like the real deal. Trey Burton has had a little bit of a career resurgence over there. The offensive line is great. Got some weapons in the backfield. Most importantly, the offensive line, like I said, so to bring them up again. Paris Campbell, I'm a fan of. I like his game. Mm-hmm. And they have a really underrated defense. Like, now it became underrated, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Like, especially in the fantasy community, people are like, oh, they're playing the Colts. It's not that bad. It's like, nah, man, the Colts are pretty good on defense. And I feel like it changed the scenery for Carson Wentz, man. Sam Darnold, Carson Wentz. That's what I was going to ask. So, real quick, I know it's a factor, but just try to put the contract aside. Like, if you are just looking strictly at the player and you're like, one of these guys could be the guy, could be our franchise guy if we, you know, have like a Ryan Tannehill-type resurgence, do you want Donald or do you want Wentz? You told me to keep the contract aside? Yeah, try to, like, don't take the contract into account. Just off of, like, talent, what you've seen, who you think has a chance to come back and be the guy. Am I supposed to put the age aside also? Not a side, like it's a factor because Donald's a lot younger. Just who do you think is a better chance of being franchise guy? I could be a top ten quarterback and win the team a Super Bowl. Fuck yo. I wanna say Darnold. And the reason why I wanna say Darnold is he hasn't had any significant injury like Wentz has. Wentz, if you just look at his numbers, he hasn't been the same quarterback since he came back from the ACL. I know it's we're coming up on like three years since that injury happened. Like almost to the date, bro, like three years that it happened. Underrated, real quick, a back injury too, which is like... Right, right, yeah. Those are funky, man. Yeah. Especially for a quarterback. The year he came back (laughs) after they won the Super Bowl, he got hurt at the tail end of the season and then Nick Foles in New Orleans, the drop by Alshon Jeffrey, who knows how that game turns out. So, yeah, for sure. So, Darnold because he's younger and Darnold because I really think that he's had the way lesser talent pool around him than Carson Wentz has. So, I would go with Carson Wentz. Like, dude, fantasy booking, I put I put Carson Wentz on the Colts and I put Sam Darnold on the Niners. Get rid of that Jimmy G contract, which I know it's it's weird, right? Like they, they showed that Monday Night Football graphic where the Niners are like twenty five and eight with Jimmy G as a starter, but they're like eight and twenty two without him. 
So for all the slander for Jimmy G about how shitty he is, it's like, well, the Niners, for what he does for San Fran, it's great. Like, you can't knock it. But I think Sam Darnold on that team. And, bro, you look at the weapons that they got. Debo, Ayuk, Kittle when he comes back. Like, got some weapons over there. Man, I still don't think Jimmy G's that good. But it's like Kyle Shanahan is such a good coach. And they have such crazy weapons and stuff like you said. And the system is so good that they just need a guy not to be awful. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So, like like you're saying, if you put another guy in there like Sam Darnold, who's not going to be awful. I don't think he's going to be awful. And then he has a chance to be, you know, really great. Imagine what a team like that could do. I think there's a few guys like that. I think there's guys that execute the coach's system and together as a pair, both of them are elevated. Golf with McVeigh, right? Like you've seen that for so long. You look at Shanahan with, with uh, Jimmy G. Like, who who says, I mean, Andy Reid, right? Andy Reid got a career resurgence when he got Pat Mahomes. And he even said, he's like, I got a guy now that I could open up the whole playbook with him. Mm -hmm. Now they're running motions and jet sweeps with Mahomes. Like, it's the crazy shit that they're doing. So, you know, Rodgers and LaFleur, right? They connected again, and all of a sudden, Rodgers is having monster seasons. Like, a a little bit of a career resurgence. Um, So... I just think it's that pairing that makes them so unique. Kingsbury and Murray too, right? Like Kingsbury had Josh Rosen. It didn't work. And then he's like, yo, I got my guy now. So I think, I think when those guys get even more talented players, that's when they just skyrocket to the top. That's when you have a Mahomes Reed situation. So for me, man, the team that I'm going to pick to be out of the playoffs is also Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that that win by Cleveland last week, man, I know that was a big win for Cleveland, just for, like, public perception. Like, that's what you should do. You, you needed – that's their most impressive win that they've had in a very long time. And now mm-hmm. they play the Ravens on Monday Night Football, so that's going to be a banger of a game because yep. – the Ravens are on on the bubble to come in, right? The Ravens are nine, uh, seven and five. Mm-hmm. The Browns are nine and three. This is a bigger game for Baltimore than it is for Cleveland. But if you're the Browns, this is like a statement win. Like, nah, man, we're for real, for real. So I'm gonna go with the Titans being the team to come out. I think their defense is pretty, it's pretty rough, and. You know, their their offense is basically Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown. I know Corey Davis has had a pretty big monster year, contract year also. Obviously, he was going to have a big year. But I think Corey Davis found that he's not an alpha and he's a tremendous number two wide receiver, which is what you're seeing with A.J. Brown being, a, being across from him. So I got the Titans out. You had the Vikings out, correct? Yep. Okay, so who do you got taking – Tennessee spot and now what I'll say is I got the Colts winning the division so they they leapfrog them to win the division mm-hmm. and then bro I think I think Taryn I know what you know where say. I'm going I, I think so because of the way you're you're starting to your cadence are going right now I think I know what you're saying and I like it okay who do you think I'm gonna say I think you're going to say Vegas. I'm not going to say Vegas. Really? Yeah, no. Okay. No. They they should have they should have lost that game to the Jets. Yeah. Okay. Do you know I I saw this from ESPN stats and info since 2006. There's been 256 or 250 something scenarios that the Vegas Raiders were in. Did you hear this? Mm-mm. Okay. There were three, there's three things in this criteria that fits this mold of the scenario that they were in. You're down four to eight points. You're in a Hail Mary situation. And a team rushes let, uh, more than four people, right? Because, like, usually you would play prevent. Right. Right. Okay. The Jets are the first team in that scenario 
to blitz more than to bring more than six people. Man. And they did that, and the Raiders go on and win that game. I had a crazy parlay over at Fandle that I lost the Jets on. I had the Browns. Take your own advice, man. You always tell me not to do with the parlays. <laughs> Yo, I know, I know. You're right, you're right. But I had, I had, I would have won it if I took the Jets with the points. But I took the, I took the Browns to win outright. I took the Jets to win outright. I took the Giants to cover the 11 and a half. And I took the Rams to beat the Cardinals. And when the Jets lost the way it did, I was texting Impy, and I'm like, man, I hope the Rams and Giants don't cover because I'm going to be sick. <laughs> Bro, that was like one rent. <laughs> one rent. I would have hit my landlord up yeah. and be like, yo, fam, just take this. <laughs> but fuck, yo. Fuck, that was brutal. But no, it's not. It's, we got a little sidetracked, but it's not the Interesting. Not the okay. Raiders. I have one that's even uglier. Oh, now I'm really intrigued. Okay. I got the Pats. Okay. Okay, so New England schedule. Yeah, yeah. At Rams on Thursday. At the time that we're recording this is before the game. Mm-hmm. So maybe the Rams beat the piss out of them, but I'm going to look like an asshole. But you got at Rams, at Dolphins, Bills, Jets. Wow, that's a tougher schedule than I expected. All right, <laughs> time out. Delete. Delete. We're not going we're not going with the Pats. We're not going with the Pats. Okay, that was brutal. I forgot to add at Miami and the Bills. Um well Baltimore then, no? By default. Baltimore got Baltimore's schedule is at Cleveland, Jacksonville, Giants, at Bengals. Worst case scenario, three and one. No. If they lose to the if they lose to the Browns, Browns and Giants. Yeah, but they got the Giants at home. I, that's just not a free win to me. It is. No, I know. Listen, and that, that turns me on when you say that about my team. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think I don't know, man. So, so you think worst case scenario for them is two and two? Yes, with potential to run the table. So. In the event they go two and two, that brings them to nine and seven. I think they go to ten and six. So I think the way the AFC looks for me is Chiefs, Steelers, Bills, Colts, Browns, Dolphins, Ravens. Okay. I think the Raiders lose to the Colts on Sunday and then and then win three straight. I'm just looking at their schedule. I think they lose to the Colts. There's a tough game in there against the Dolphins. That is not going to be easy. But I also haven't seen anything super impressive for from Tua quite yet. And it's not unwinnable. And then I think they clean up the Chargers and Broncos. And if that happens, that puts them at 10-6, and six, I think. And I have more faith in that they do that than the Ravens to win three of their next four. That's my difference. I don't necessarily think the Raiders are a better team than the Ravens. Just schedule-wise, I don't know. They're close to me, and they already have a tiebreaker on Baltimore because they've won more games in the AFC. And all their remaining games are AFC games. So That's only going to boost the tiebreaker. Any wins they get, yeah. Interesting. But it'll be one of those two. I think you're right. On the NFC side, I just, I don't even want to call it a homer pick, but I, I really want the Cardinals to make the playoffs. Yeah, so do I. The Cardinals, as they end their season, I think we mentioned it before, but just to reiterate, at Giants, home to Eagles and Niners, and then at Rams, and then Minnesota's schedule, because that's a team really that, the most likely candidate that they could catch. They got at Tampa, Chicago, at Saints, at Lions. So week Yo. 17, January 3rd. That's pretty late. It's usually like December 30th. Let me there. run some by you real quick in the NFC. You might think I'm crazy. Is there okay. any world where the Lions make it? They're one game back. No longer have Matt Patricia. And the teams ahead of them are the Vikings, Bears, and Cardinals, which 
I like the Cardinals. I think you do too, but they have not been playing well. And the Vikings and Bears, like, are they that much better than, like, a Lions team? The Lions, of all the teams that we've mentioned, have the hardest strength of schedule to go. In the NFL. One more time. In the NFL, really? Yeah. I know they play Packers and then Vikings. What are the other two games? Tampa Bay and Tennessee. This is based off one percentage of opponents. Like, this is the toughest remaining stretch for any team. That is a really tough schedule. Right now, you're looking at four playoff teams that they got to play. It's true. And I know Matt Patricia's gone, but fuck, they they haven't had Kenny Galladay all year, pretty much. Mm -hmm. And he's like... I'm curious to see what his splits are for with with uh, what Matthew Stafford's splits are with him in the lineup and with him out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, look, man, the Lions got no one to blame but themselves, right? That game they lost to Chicago early on in the year, you yeah. just knew it, right? Like I remember just talking about it on the pod, how because I picked the Lions to win the division or to make the playoffs. Those were like that combination. You know, the three teams that I was high on to win the division were the Cardinals, Lions, and Steelers. All of them had good odds, good money. There was some value there. But I also liked all three of those teams to make the playoffs. Right now, the one team is a shoe-in to both win the division and to make the playoffs in Pittsburgh. So that's a good call there. The Cardinals, it's going to come down to the end, but they should make the playoffs, I would assume. So Detroit got no one to blame but themselves. The Niners are 5-7 and seven also. But they just had the year from hell, the year from fucking the, just, yeah. all their guys got hurt, man. Mm-hmm. You know, they lost so many guys on IR. So that was that was that that was that segment. Taryn, let me uh, let's end the show with this one. It's a two headed race for MVP. Yeah, one is your boy. One is my boy. <laughs> The betting odds for league MVP at the moment, courtesy of Bet Online. Mahomes is minus four hundred, meaning four hundred dollars wins you a hundred. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is plus two fifty. Hundred dollars wins you two hundred and fifty dollars. The next closest is Josh Allen at ten to one, then Russell Wilson at twenty five to one. The first non quarterback on the list is Derrick Henry at eighty to one. The numbers, Pat Mahomes, 11-1 and one on the year, 68.3 completion percentage, 3,815 yards, 31 touchdowns, two interceptions. I don't have his rushing stats in front of me right now. Oh, I got him now. 241 yards on the ground, two rushing touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers, he's at a 9-3 and three record, 68.9. Completion, so it's higher than Mahomes there. 3,395 yards, lesser than Mahomes there. Both of them have a 8.2 yards per carry, uh, y- yards attempted. 36 touchdowns to four interceptions. On the ground, Rodgers has uh, 87 yards on the ground with one rushing touchdown. Aaron, who's the MVP? Do you want me to tell you who should win the MVP or who's going to win the MVP? Because those are different answers. <laughs> so so give me who should win MVP. If I have an MVP vote, honestly, I hate that it's this way. It bugs me because when people ask, I look like a homer. <laughs> right. If I have an MVP vote, I and maybe you could change my mind on this, I don't see how you don't give it to Aaron Rodgers. Those the statistics are like a wash, okay. I mean, you just read them off. They're like pretty much exactly the same. PFF grade too. It's like Mahomes ninety three point three, Rodgers ninety four point seven. They're like they're the top two graded quarterbacks in the league. But Aaron Rodgers got Devontae Adams and a bunch of FedEx drivers. So, I. Somewhat agree with you. The person that's going to win MVP is Mahomes. Yes. I've also been saying this since like week six, right? Yeah. First of all, pro football reference. Mahomes' nicknames, the gunslinger, 
Never heard them say that. My homeboy, I think, is like a State Farm commercial. The musician, never heard that. Fat Rick. Fat Rick? Yeah, like Fat Rick. Yo, that's Fat Rick. My guy Rick. That's Fat Rick, right? Uh, Magic Man. I've heard that one. And Showtime Mahomes, which anytime I hear that, I think of Joe Tessitore from Monday Night Football. Showtime Mahomes! (laughs) Oh, my God. It's so cringe. Aaron Charles Rogers. That's it. No nickname. Never heard of that. Also, um, being a Packer fan, <laughs> I think the biggest case for Rodgers is that the team is nine and three, and like you said, he's had MVS out the lineup, he's had Lazard out the lineup, he's had Devontae Adams out the lineup, he's had uh, Aaron Jones sit, he's had hasn't he had offensive linemen get hurt? Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so the collection of talent around him has been decimated by injuries. Where it's Kansas- worse to begin with, which I think is another important part. All healthy, those guys are worse than the Chiefs lineup. So yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, yeah, I think Tyreek Hill has had the biggest movement amongst people's top wide receiver list of anyone in the league this year. Like, mm-hmm. he is now a shoe in top five wide receiver in the game. Yeah. Do you remember the segment we did a couple of weeks ago, bro? Like favorite players to watch. Favorite players, yeah. And then it was fucking Tyree Kill goes bananas, and then um, Tyron Matthew. Yeah, it was that. It was the next game. They yeah, both pretty- went buck wild after the favorite after the favorite player thing after we recorded. Yeah, and then I mean, like two weeks ago, they had that two hundred yard game in the first quarter by Tyreek, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, bro, fucking. And they yeah. got the, my favorite quarterback to watch. So, oh man, Kansas City. I think you could print the banner. Yeah. I think right now you could print the banner for Can- – I, I can't see anyone beating Kansas City, man. I think the way you beat Kansas City is if they want you to. I really do. I really think that they really just toy with people. And like, and what I mean by that is if, if they have a Pittsburgh Steeler perf- performance from this week, we're like, yo, Pittsburgh dropped what? Eight, eight legitimate catchable balls and then like seven that you're like – a little bit of an errant throw, but you know, you're a wide receiver. You should have came down with it like against Washington. Mm-hmm. So it was funny when uh, Chase Young comes out after the game and he says, Oh, Baltimore exposed some things. I was like, yeah, what they expose that if you drop 12 passes a game that you're going <laughs> to lose it. Yeah. No right. shit. Yeah. I think the biggest case for Rogers being MVP is what you said. A lot less talent around them. I mean, bro, Sammy, if, if, the, if the Packers had Sammy Watkins, how excited would you have been? Dude, yeah, like, come on. But think about it. Like, he's the number 3A option on that team. Bro, I'd be happy with Mecole Hardman as my number two over, like, MVS. They got the same skill set, except he doesn't have the highest drop rate in the league like MVS does. Yeah, MVS. Yo, not for nothing, (laughs) dude, I don't don't like doing this. Like, oh, if they would have caught it, because everyone has some. But with MVS, the drops are absurd, and the balls he drops are like all fifty-yard touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like all his drops are—they're not like checkdowns. These are like sixty-yard air yard throws that he's dropping. Yeah, it's absurd. Listen, man, I, I, I I don't think you're a homer here. I think if you take everything into consideration, I think there is a legitimate strong case that Aaron Rodgers has to be the MVP. And we just mentioned them all. But with that said, I do think that it's going to ultimately go to Mahomes unless unless it's something where – and you've seen it in the past, right? You've seen teams sort of take their foot off the gas and sort of do what they have to to win the games. And a lot of that is let Mahomes just chuck it all over the field. Mm-hmm. But I could see it where now the Chiefs are in cruise control and maybe Green Bay still needs to count on Rodgers to win them some of these games to potentially get the top seed, which I think, again, in the NFC, bro, whoever has that top seed is the clear favorite to go to the Super Bowl. I agree. I, I think so, too. I think the NFC playoffs are going to be really gross, some weird games, scrappy, you know, unexpected results, some upsets. But I think only two teams come out of that where I'm not snoozing in the Super Bowl. I think two teams give the Chiefs a game. And they Packers are. The- and the Seahawks. Packers and the Seahawks? Yep. I think they're the only two teams that could 
get in a shootout with them and hang. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I want to see Green Bay and Kansas City. That's, I mean, that's, so do I. <laughs> nah, I know, I know. Yeah. That's the matchup. Like, as a football fan, like, mm-hmm. that should be the matchup you should want. Yeah. Oh, man, dude. Let's end with this. Imagine oh, it's the Super Bowl week. Imagine. And, like, Mahomes gets COVID. <sighs> Bro, it comes down to that Phillip Rivers. Remember Phillip Rivers at the beginning of the year? He was like, listen, you're telling me that if I was to get to the yeah. Super Bowl and in those two weeks I get COVID, I got to sit in the game that I've been trying to get to for 17 years. I know COVID is crazy and, and, and uh, the numbers on it, it's starting to go up again. And there's another wave coming if we're not in it already. But man, you want to talk about like, bro, I would retire. I'm not even kidding you. If I was <laughs> Philip Rivers and I make the Super Bowl and I can't play in it, I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm out, bro. Yeah. I'm out. I waited 17 years to get here and now I got COVID and I can't play. And I understand that like this sounds super shallow. I get it. That like, yo, it's a pandemic and shit. I get it. But I'm talking about it from an athlete perspective. Like, bro, imagine how devastating that is, dude. Mm-hmm. They, You think they push it back, right? Say it's, say it's Packers Chiefs for the hell of it. You think if Rodgers or Mahomes get it, they can't have a Super Bowl, man. Right? Am I crazy? Well, if they've moved regular season games, I would assume that they move fucking the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Like, how could you not? Now, the question becomes, what's the status of the Super Bowl? The Super Bowl's in Tampa Bay. There's going to be some fans there. So how do you tell fans that I booked trips for the Super Bowl? Like, oh, you know what? We're going to play this game next Sunday. It's like, dude, what the fuck? What am I going to do now? It's 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 something, you know, knock on wood, you don't want to see happen. But in a year like this, man, you got to have everything be accounted for or, or, or like at the bare minimum projected a little bit. Bro, <laughs> you want to talk about an asterisk championship? Yeah, really? You're fucking your starting quarterback. It's like COVID. Or what if, like, yo, the Panthers this week, they just put nine guys on the COVID list. Like, mm-hmm. imagine some shit like that happens. Like, your whole, right. your whole offense and secondary COVID. It's like, that's just as worse. Exactly. It doesn't even have to just be the QB. Obviously, that's the biggest thing. But, like, all of a sudden, Devontae Adams and Jair Alexander get COVID. Like, it's quiet for us, too. Oh, so, yeah. It's a wrap. Know. It's a wrap. <laughs> it might as well be Rodgers. Yeah. Right. But, all right, man. Listen, this was fun, dude. It was good to catch up with you. It was a good conversation. Um I appreciate you coming on. Uh, before I give you the cue to take us away with um, where people can find you, mm-hmm. some housekeeping notes, patreon.com slash veterans minimum. You could get uh, six packs. You can get access to the Discord contest giveaway this week. I'm announcing the winner of the November giveaway, which was ESPN Plus for a whole year, courtesy of myself and VM. You could get next week's episode already i got a pod and chill with alan you guys get to hear a side of alan that i didn't even fucking know which was really really cool um and then i got the next two the next three weeks there's bonus episodes coming out beforehand and then uh you guys can hear a six-pack that i'm gonna do with taryn as well so patreon.com slash veterans minimum make sure to follow us everywhere on social media at veterans minimum is where you can find the show for everything and taryn where can they find you uh, real quick, before I plug myself, I just want to say, so if, if in case people don't understand, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I'm a part of a lot of, you know, Patreons and, and things like that. The, the VM Patreon is absurd value. I mean, you're getting the content. You know what I mean? Some of them you kind of just like pay to support, but the, the VM Patreon is like, you're, you're actually getting something in return and, and a lot of it. So highly recommend just going off of what Nick ended with there. Um, I just wanted to throw that in there, but, um, you can find me on social media. It's just my name at Taryn Caravella, T-A-R-E-N-C-A-R-A-V-E-L-L-A. Hey, I didn't tell you to say that and I appreciate it. No, he did not tell me to say that. That's just, it comes from in here. You know what I'm saying? It comes from the heart. Yeah. Listen, the new map is coming out. So (laughs) what I want to come from in there is fucking 12 kills a game so I can get some wins. I got my two kills a game. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I got my backpack ready. 
There you go. There you go. All right, guys. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time. This one for those they forget in my city. This one for those they forget. This dog off the leash and it's ready to kill. Homie, go finish your meal. I'm coming for real. Taking that food right off of your grill. Nicky too ill. Can't let it drop on me spill. Clogging the lane. I'm feeling the strain. I'm here for the spot to be filled. Not to be cocky, but all of you watching while I'm in the cup paying property bills. Got it.